Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is Saturday morning, so you know it's time for another live edition of the Extra Point. You see, we got the hit makers in the house today, Mr. Michigan Mike, Michael Hasso, and from the Dominican Republic, Ms. Tasha T. Sizzle. How goes it today? Everything goes great today for me. <laughs> she had to put her hat on. <laughs> I right, hey, continue I to rest. <laughs> Continue to rep. I like that. I like that because we come. I started to come and dressed in all black like the Omen, but <laughs> I, I digress. <laughs> nice reference. That is a classic hit right there. She's already in her bag, ladies and gentlemen. We have a jam-packed show for you today, as we do each and every Saturday morning, and we're going to get right to it after a word from our sponsor. We are sponsored by May Jane's Coffee. That's M A E J A N E S Coffee.com. Guys, we have some good news. She is, I wish she was, well, she just texted me. I wish she would come in and put the information. But what she's doing now, she's doing pop-ups. So if you're in and around the Nashville, Williamson County, um, what's the other county? Whatever, all the counties. She's doing pop-ups in certain areas so that you can get your May Jane's coffee until she can get things back rolling and start getting the orders out if you want to order the coffee. So that's May Jane's Coffee. You can still go online. Her website is still up and functioning. That's M-A-E-J-A-N-E-S coffee.com. Excellent. We look forward to her joining the chat uh, later on in the show. We'll make sure we get that information out to you. And the Extra Point is also brought to you by... Wolverine Comics, that's Wolverine underscore Comics TX on Instagram. We have a couple different auctions going on this weekend, uh, starting at a dollar. Uh, they'll be running for seven days. So go ahead and check my link on Instagram, and it'll take you to the eBay store. Check his link, because a dollar will make you holla. Amen, amen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it started back in February, and now we are down to just two teams vying for the the most coveted prize in all of American sports, the Lombardi Trophy. We will be in Arizona next week. Well, they'll be in Arizona next week. I'll be <laughs> I was like, oh, you flying us? Let's go. <laughs> right. well, let me put that disclaimer out there. The Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles will lie for the championship in Super Bowl 57. Now, we'll do a deep dive to really break this game down next week on the eve of the Super Bowl. But, Mike, I want to start with you and your Eagles. Just your overall thoughts of the matchup that you're anticipating. Um, I mean, I mean, I'm expecting a really good game, really close game. They're both pretty evenly matched um, as far as offense. Both yep. can score pretty consistently. I think, and it comes down to is going to be defense and potentially special teams. Um, when you look at defense, uh, Eagles are really good on their, I mean, both fronts, but secondary uh, compared to the Chiefs, the Chiefs secondary seems like their weakest part. Um, only having like 20th ranked in the interceptions to where the Eagles are like fourth or something like that. Uh, so I think it's going to come down to the defense, so, but it's going to be a good game. Bradbury and Slay are two of the most coveted cornerbacks starting tandems in all of football. They should be a great matchup against Kansas City's wide receivers. Tasha, for, for you and me who don't have a dog in the fight anymore, what are your thoughts about this matchup? Is this the best matchup that uh, just a casual fan could have asked for in the Super Bowl if your team's not in it? I mean, as Mike said, everything's kind of evenly matched. Um, I would give the edge to Kansas City when it comes to quarterbacking, but the other pieces outside of Kelsey, uh, I would take, you know, the Eagles wide receiving core um, over what Kansas City has. Um, I just hope that this will be like a good game. Because, you know, right. usually you get somebody in there, it's a runaway or – you know, something like that. I just want it to be a good a good game. So, yeah, for, like I said, the average person who's just like, oh, let me watch the Super Bowl, they should be well – they should be entertained. Are you not entertained? Like, that? you know, that's what you're going to ask somebody if they say, oh, this is boring. Right. With, like, to Mike's point, two of the top three scoring offenses in the league going, going at it. You got two of the premier defensive linemen going at it. We saw what Chris Jones and Merciless did last week. Uh, to help their teams to victory. Just some fascinating um, matchups across the board. It's the Andy Reid Bowl. It's the Kelsey Bowl. It's lots of, of, of stuff that you can stir in the pot, and we'll make sure that we have a, uh, our picks. It's the Soul Bowl. 
Now, right. Now, and we're going to get to that, Tasha. I'm glad you said that. But, Tasha, let me ask you this just as a 49ers fan looking back a week. Do you feel like, because as a fan, I felt like just as a my team was eliminated, just watching the Eagles and the 49ers, I left kind of – I felt cheated out of that when the way that the game went down mm-hmm. from a from a quarterback standpoint. Do we really find out who was the best team in the NFC last week, Tasha? I mean, of course I'm going to say no um, because I think we still would have had a chance had we had a decent quarterback in – she said the black bow. Right. Had we had, up to Denise, Denise. <laughs> had, I mean, hey, y'all know Travis Kelsey's dating history, so, hey, maybe. But anyway, um, I think – Was he from McKinney? Sorry, that's the answer. So go ahead, Tasha. I mean, I think the game would have been a lot closer and the outcome could have been different because Hurts really did not have a good passing game uh, last week. Uh, That Phantom, um, you know, reception by Smith, which was – I was in here screaming. like I was like, oh, even even though he did not catch it, I was still like, that's the best play. That that was the best play, the best catch. The best everything of that entire game was that was that non-catch catch. Then I wasn't even mad about it because it was so spectacular. It was. But Purdy, uh, Purdy going out, uh, and then Johnson coming in, who I really and truly had no idea who or what <laughs> he was. I mean, and I even put it on Facebook, and I tweeted it out, too. I think I tweeted it out. I was like... I'm going to always bet on black, but I don't know about this Johnson or something I put to that reference. Like, I, I pretty much knew it was over. At it that, was. At that, at it was at that point. Right. And at that point, as a fan, I was like, oh, man, it's almost like uh, ready to see Usain Bolt and Carl Lewis go at it. And one of them pull up lame with a hamstring halfway through the race. It's like right. you want to see who's going to win that game. Right. Because- because even in the, in the first half of the game, like the defense was still, they still were not scoring. It wasn't like, oh, the Eagles were just, oh, every play, every play scoring. It didn't get out of hand to really like, you know, before halftime, right after halftime is when it was just kind of like, you know, like we went to Mission College. <laughs> I'm building me a home. No, like, um, as, as a beneficiary, uh, of and we know injuries are part of the game. We've had situations where the Eagles were bitten by injuries. Let's just look at Circle To in the last, the, the second to the last right. time we were in the Super which Bowl. I think they definitely would have won that Super Bowl had To's oh, ankle yeah. not been hanging on like this. Right, because yeah. he still put in work with one leg, and if he was on two legs, maybe they win that close game. I believe they lost my field goal. Mike, are you like, mm-hmm. hey, to the victor go to sports? You, you have no problem with how that game ended, huh? Yeah, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, to be honest, I I think it would have obviously been a little bit closer. Uh, but I mean, they they were coming with with pressure the whole time, and then they once they got that lead, they're like, okay, well, let's back off a little bit. And they didn't have to pass the ball, you know, for the last two games, they didn't have to open up that offense like they 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 can. And I think that's what everyone is excited about for the Super Bowl is like, okay, well, they'll have to do this against Kansas City. Um, so I mean. It's the pressure. They still have a lot of pressure going to that, and I and I don't think Purdy was uh, used to that um, playing against a really good defensive. It line. wasn't the fact of him being used to it. He got hit like on the second or third play. What's what was it to, for him to get used to? He he that's, stood up. That's what he, he stood but up. He, he stood up but he never got sacked. He never that, he that, never that, got sacked that many times. That had, no, that had nothing to do with it whatsoever. Him not. He got being touched one time and he's out. Like come he, on. Okay, so you so you tear a ligament in your arm, and you tell me how you gonna go out there and throw. I, I'm There's like, a reason. I with a torn ligament, he threw a two thirty six in the bowling league. I'm just playing. I just wanted to interject. No, you. Go ahead, Mike. You when you, when you have a veteran quarterback up there, you have a vision. That dude was coming off that edge. Everybody saw that dude coming off the edge. But I mean, but you got to be able to be like, okay, was, well, let's go. He still stood in there and was taking what was coming, even when it didn't was coming. Take it. Still didn't take it. Didn't take it. No excuses you then. You can't, you can't count getting hit at a certain angle and tearing a ligament as he was scared. Anybody going to stand in there and take that shit up against Michael Parson and D-Law ain't scared of nobody on no Eagles defense. And that's and why y'all lost, because he took it. That. 
You can miss me with that. Ain't nobody. He That's wasn't, why he you're wasn't off then. He wasn't scared of that Dallas. He's sitting no, in there. Lost. No, we lost because he got injured. It wasn't because, oh, Ooh, I'm wait, wait, Hold on. Now, that's what I was getting to. So you're saying without the pretty injury. Yeah, that's what she's saying. We have a different Super Bowl this, the next week. She's I'm, saying I mean, the 49ers would have won if he didn't get injured. I'm not going to say it would have been a Super Bowl. It wouldn't have been no 31 to 7. I do, I, I do agree with that. I, I do agree with that. Because I, I think the defense, at some point in time, you like, no, look, I got an offseason to look forward to. I got free agency coming up in a couple of years. I'm not rupturing my Achilles, and we can't throw the ball. We're throwing the ball with the Christian. Right. McCaffrey. It definitely wouldn't have, it, it wouldn't have been that type of blowout, and we possibly could have could have won. It, it's just because our defense, because I. No, no, go ahead. Finish your thought. Because our defense didn't break down and implode till later on. I mean, had they had something to actually play for, I don't think all that frustration would have been like, oh, we 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 done. I mean, I think they felt like everybody else. Oh, they done. Let's go on to just we skating without a stick oh, again. Oh, snap. Kiku said, T-Sizzle, this time later, 49 inside the rest. All right. Who's your team? You sound like a Cowboys fan now. Who's your team, Kenny? Kenny, who's your team? Who's your team, He's a titan, and he said no, it loud. Hey, next. next, next. Okay, no, I'm glad you said next because we. No, no titan fan team. should be in any conversation when it comes to postseason and winning. Can I interest you in the Titans' playoff record versus the Cowboys' playoff record since they came to national in '99 and the 49ers? You put you putting both of your teams up against each other. That don't make sense. No, no, no. no. I said the 49ers or the Cowboys because the Cowboys give me that too. Those Nashville Cowboy fans that, that turn their back on their own team, you know which ones I'm talking about. Yeah. Where are you at, Shamika Nicole? Come on in the chat today. Let's talk. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> real, you don't see me with no crown today. The Titans have been laid to rest. Like King T'Challa. Shouts out to Wakanda fam. We're going to get to that a little bit later. Hey. I just saw it, by the way. I watched it yesterday. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus. Go, go watch it. Right, go get somebody's login on the Netflix. I Netflix watched it is... yesterday. Oh, the um, the Eagles molly walked them. Okay, all right, Kenny. We go. Who, who did the Titans molly walk? Who did the Titans do, Kenny? Who did the Titans molly walk? I'll wait. I'll wait. coming in hot. That's my blood right there. I love it. All right. It's, now. Fu it's funny how the people who don't never have nothing to play for always got the most to say. Now wait a minute, Tasha. Now the 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 as far as the Super Bowl drought, the Tennessee Titans drought is just as long as the 49ers. We uh excuse you, we went to the Super Bowl in 2019, the 2019 season, sir. Banners in the Bay Area for Super Bowl losses. What? I'm sorry, Michigan should have our 12 have banners, banners in basketball. But when, okay, so when is the me. Titans' last banner for anything? When did y'all ever get a banner for anything? We won the AFC South the last three years. When, when the last time y'all been to a Super Bowl? It was when I was there when Ray was stabbing all them people in that white suit. Where's the white suit, Ray? No, but it was 1999. <laughs> but our playoff record has been just as comparable to the 49ers. We haven't won a chip and neither have you. That couch seat felt real good. We was getting a little cold on the couch. Well, it's always funny how, how when how when you when when the team that's that's been outshining them, when they have one little fall down, everybody wanna pull out old shit. I mean old stuff, like they team just been dipping it and doing it the whole damn all this time. Ooh, but I'm, all I'm saying is, we saved you some nachos. We had we you, we know you like flats <laughs> instead of drums. We got the rotel. Come watch this game with us, baby girl. Come watch this game. It's all love now. Look, meanwhile, Mike is like, shoot, I'm gonna still get to talk next week too. Like, that's a, all right, we're we gonna pimp your team eventually, Mike. Your day is coming. But until then, oh, I, I got it, it's, ladies and on. gentlemen. It's time to fire up the garage. There's two more appointments for this week. You know what time it is. It is time to pimp your team. Now, who are our lucky contestants this week, Mike? Um, oh, oh, my. Is that a San Francisco logo? Is that a Cincinnati logo? All right, we got two appointments this week. We're going to start in the AFC. We'll go in alphabetical order. Mike. It's time to pimp the Cincinnati Bengals. What do they need to do? All right, to all right. I think this one was pretty obvious. Head up. Um, you got one of the top up and coming quarterbacks, but then he leads in getting sacked. Unacceptable. Mm -hmm. 
Fuck fix you. that O-line. Give that man some time. And uh, on the flip side, that defense, you can't be in the AFC and let, allowing that many points, especially when it's postseason. That's how you're going to get beat by Kansas City every single time. And then on the flip side, once the Bills figure out their issues, you're going to have some some offenses to go against. So fix that defense too, specifically secondary. Bills figure out their their defense because that franchise may just be hell bent on selling out that stadium because Josh Allen is there. We'll see just how committed they are to winning this offseason. Tasha, you got your 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 mechanical tools out. How do you pimp the Cincinnati Bengals to get them to the Super Bowl next year? Same thing as Mike said. It's that offensive line. How do you have the same repeat performance? Right. Same repeat performance. And you guys know that's your Achilles heel. You had a whole draft to try to fix that. You have free agents. You have trade options that you could try to get some. I mean, because Cincinnati is some count now. You got yeah. people who want to come and play yeah. in Cincinnati. So it's not hard to lure a free agent or someone to come to Cincinnati to play. So that's actually this. When we grew up, the Browns were the, the bottom basement team because of their owner not wanting to spend any money. We remember Carson Palmer and the Chad Ochocinco days when they were about to be some count, but they refused to upgrade the offensive line, the defensive line, the interior line. They refused to give Carson any type of weaponry outside of Houston, Zada, um, and, and the people they drafted. He left because he was frustrated. Do you think that this iteration of the uh, Cincinnati Bills, I mean, Bengals ownership will do what it takes money-wise to keep Joe Burrow in Cincinnati? I mean, because they think Joe, uh, Joe Burrow is the key, which he is. I believe, but, I believe that. But you can't have a key if your ignition is rusty and the key don't fit in the rust. Ignition, hot and fresh out the kitchen. All right, okay. Hey, right. Roll in that body, got that. Oh. Oh, Mike! Well, Mike, you, you've been watching <laughs> BT Plus this morning. All right, welcome home, fam. All right, BT so, Plus. <laughs> so, so, Mike, I'm about to come back to you, but Tasha, I got to come here to you first because you jinxed this man. You started it. You had him trending on Twitter for two whole days, and I'm talking about Eli Apple. I went and looked up the free agents to be for the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, Mister Next. Mr. Uh, is, is he going to back up his talking? You said hell to the no. And then he went out there and had a crucial penalty on fourth down that kept the game winning drive alive. That Eli Apple, the Eli Apple that got roasted so bad because he needed that his mama had to get off Twitter. Tasha, have you no shame? What? <laughs> we didn't hear you, seriously. Y'all didn't hear any of that? No. No. All right. He was talking about how, uh, why, why'd you call that man out? And then he had a whole bunch of bad luck, and then people calling him out on Twitter. He had to get off. He's and then he said, You ain't got he's a free, nothing he's to say. A free agent this year is what I'm getting to. Should the Bengals bring yeah. him back for what? For what? What, what is yeah, what is he doing other than running his garbage mouth? What is he doing? Yeah, and then can't back it up, right? right. And then he so even said, put out something said, I'm going to. I'm going to continue to say what I want to say. Yeah, you can say what you want to say all day, but I'm going to need your ass to get out there and play ball, effective ball. So you saying that's not going to happen. Does he have a market? Do you think that he'll be a, a, one of the most coveted free agents? There's always going to be a market for someone who has potential, but he remember how we always talk about how people choke and how people, he is someone who when it's time for him to shine, he does not show up. In essence, he chokes. When he'll play for it. He'll play for like the Jags or something at a discounted rate. Yeah, I somebody, agree. something like that. I agree. All right. So with Cincinnati, we're looking at we need to fix that um, offensive line. I know they tried to address it last year, but they did so kind of with some bargain basement with Lyle Collins, who came over with a back injury. They did lose another starter that they picked up to a dislocated kneecap. So there was a little bad luck there. See if they can come back healthy. We shall see. But now, since you got the hat on, let's get right to it. It is time to pimp the San Francisco 49ers to see if they can finally, after 47-some-odd generations, hang another banner It ain't been no 47, so you get your last straight coming out the jump. They said the last time the 49ers won a Super Bowl, Moses came down off the mountain with the two tablets. <laughs> Well, the last time the Cowboys won one oh, no, 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 is no. when he was running out of Egypt before he became Moses and to God told him to take his shoes off because he was on holy ground. 
never look, never do a Bible argument with somebody who grew up in church. All right, lesson learned, Paul. All right, she got me on that one. All right, Tasha, we'll let you go last. Mike, how do you pimp the 49ers? A team that you saw oh, I was, I, I, last week. I was gonna defer to her, but no, um, no, no, no I'll try to right, do this one. No, no, I mean, no, we're gonna Tasha the floor, then that's her team. Tasha, yeah, I mean, that's her team, so go ahead. What I'm gonna do is what I've been saying for the last since Kaepernick was gone, we're going to have to pimp that quarterback position. Not because I did not have faith in, in Trey. Um, not that I didn't have confidence in Burke. But when you are a team and you see your engine is 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 rolling, you you moving fast like a, a steam engine locomotive, it makes no sense that you get to this point in the season and you do not have a viable backup. They need to pimp because it's, it's – and then everybody was like, oh, well, you got to cut him some slack because uh, when he was in practice, he was probably being the decoy. He was being the Jalen Hurts. I don't give a damn. Right, that Josh Johnson has, saying. That brother has been in the league. He's been He's played in outside leagues, but he has been in the league for 10 years. He has been right. accounted, accountable for 10 Played for NFL, 20 teams. Right. <laughs> NFL teams. Whether he was on practice squad uh, or, you know, 53-man roster, he's been in the league long enough, and he should have been able to come in to perform. But also, uh, John Lynch, you knew. You played a championship ball before. You knew. Y'all struggled with the quarterback that y'all had when y'all won that Super Bowl. So he should have known, hey, we're going to have to get somebody in here. Because, hey, we all thing we got is Johnson. I'm trying to get this kid a shot, but we ain't got nobody else to do it. Your third string uh, quarterback was your starting running back. And that's then the unacceptable one I, in an NFC championship game. I, I remember and then, the, and then, the, one after that, like, and then right. the one after that is Debo. So, and those are people who need to be at their skill positions, right. not taking a snap from center. Right. Now, I just want to back up what you said with some with some nerd stats because you're right on the money as far as the uh, quarterback position. I just want to catch everybody up on where San Fran is with their four quarterbacks that's on the roster. You have Brock Purdy, who um, looks like he has a torn UCL. He's going to get a second opinion, could be out as much as six months, which will put him not throwing the ball again until maybe August, uh, if you want to play that on the safe side. You have um, Trey Area, just got a second surgery on his ankle. We're not exactly sure what his status is going to be when minicamp start in May and June. You have Jimmy Garoppolo, who's going to be a free agent. He's probably going to want out and seek a new deal and be a starter and elsewhere. And they've already said that Garoppolo is out, so he's not even an option. So what? So who would you prefer be your starting quarterback for the 2023-24 season? To be honest, I liked the way that Purdy ran that offense, even though I'm a Trey guy. I love the way that Brock – ran that offense he was in there he stepped in he was confident i don't know if it's because he was like hey i ain't got nothing to lose but whatever he was using when he was in there Kurt Warner didn't have anything to lose being at uh, the bag boy at the restaurant i mean at the superstore mm-hmm. either so like, right. I'm saying, like and no they would not have struggled if joe montana was any quarterback because it, it no joe montana slander is gonna ever be acceptable and even when he was in Kansas City, when he was out there, hey, he was balling he, in Kansas City though. See that, he was balling, but that was did. that was part of my point too, to what y'all to keep talking about. To hang it up. Go ahead, Mike. you know, Paul and I were talking about uh, offline. It was like they had a, a third option for the quarterback for this game specifically, because every game you can redo the roster, or whatever. They had an option to put somebody there and like search out somebody to your they point, like a Kurt Warner, and then didn't like that. They that's unacceptable. That's, that's, a play, that's, that's, that's on John Lynch. That's yeah. all that is on John Lynch. Lynch. That is on John yeah. Lynch. And I mean, it's also on Shanahan because Shanahan has the ability to go to Lynch and say, Hey, this is what we got, dog. I'm going to need something else. If, yeah. right, if, and that's why I wanted to start off the show with your thoughts about do you feel like that that was a that you got cheated? It looked like it was inside espionage because at the point, like you said, when 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 McCaffrey was back there trying to throw that ball, I was like, what are we doing here now? It's you know what I'm saying? It's like Shaq running point guard because Penny. I mean, Arnold it was almost running. like Zeke taking us taking this, you know, doing snaps at center. That's what it was like. It, right. it became comical. It became comical. That's what I was looking looking for there. So, Mike, 
Um, I know you agree with the quarterback assessment. Well, is there anywhere else that you would look to to pimp the 49ers to get them over the Eagles next year? I mean, not really. I didn't really see any overall weaknesses or anything. I mean, that was the strongest one until, you know, we're talking about pimp my team or whatever. That's like the, the engine of the car. Like you got the wheels. You got everything. You got some yeah. gas in the tank. You're like good to yeah. go. Um, that The engine is like the most important part. And to Tasha's point, yeah, I mean, I, I can be on board with, you know, giving Purdy a, a, another chance and see what he can do. I think, I think where I'm hesitant. I think what where I'm hesitant is, you know, to to what Tasha's saying is like we got to think besides the starter. We got to start investing right now on the backup because you know they saw that how crucial that is. And don't be surprised if Purdy comes out there. I mean, that's a that's a major injury, especially when you're quarterback. Home dude isn't doesn't have too many like a full season under his belt yet, so he still might be a little hesitant, you know, having some PTSD coming from that right side. So I would just be on the watch out for that. Because you think when Alex Smith went out, who came in? Colin Kaepernick. Right. And the, and the, the show kept rolling. But the thing is, the show had, had kept rolling for San Francisco throughout the year when it went from Lance to Garoppolo to Purdy. Like The, the wins kept piling up. And I just thought that y'all were invincible. It was hard for me to, to imagine something like that. I'm going to go away from engine for the, for the 49ers. I'm going to say the car was just fine. They just locked the keys in the car and didn't have a spare. If you just had a just anybody, Josh Dobbs could have got out there right. and still made right. that a game because he could throw yeah. the ball down the field. The 49ers led the, the league in yards after catch, hit him with a bubble screen. Hey, hit, hit him with a little outgo. If Debo will do the rest, McCaffrey will do the rest. I was really disappointed that the game came down like that because yeah. those were two of the hottest teams in the league, regardless of conference. And even I a really Minshew, you know, even a Minshew would would have done right, fine. Right, a Minshew would have allowed us to pinch the bitch. <laughs> right, right, that, that's true. So, um, with with San Fran, you're in a really good spot. You, you, yeah. You, and you got, you to got the comment, to the comment, I'm not worried about the the defensive coordinator. San Francisco's never been had an issue with the the defensive never. side of things, so I'm not even worried about that. I could be the defensive coordinator for San Fran, and they're gonna finish top five. When you got Bosa, Warner, you got uh, uh, Gainwell, you got Ward back there. Like, I mean, and they yeah. draft it's extremely well yeah. in the interior line on both sides of the ball. So, offensive line good, defensive line good. I looked over their free agent list for 2023 this morning. The only name of substance that I saw get any playing time was Garoppolo uh, and the third string wide receiver. So, like. San Francisco, yeah, you're good. good. All right. If there is anything to take away from this, just have a healthy quarterback next year this time, and you may be in Super Bowl 58. Now, Mike, we want to well, I want to check on you for this one because okay. Mr. Tom Brady, your boy, Go Blue himself, the GOAT himself, has retired. Mike, do you believe him this time? I, I think so. I think I think uh, he heard everyone. I think he could – I don't know. It's part of his ego got in the way that last time. He was like, no, y'all ain't telling me when I'm hanging it up uh, when it got leaked or whatever. So uh, I think he knew it was done last time. I think he should have stayed retired. But, yeah, I think it's official. Right. Adam, we're going to get to that in just a second because that's a great question. Tasha, do you believe Brady he's really done this time? I mean, I think the only reason he came back was because it got leaked before he could leak it. Wow. He, he, so, had, no, he had no business playing this year. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so I can just scratch the question of, was he still a Super Bowl caliber quarterback if he decided to come back and play somewhere else? Y'all say no. No, nah, nah, it's 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 moved on from that uh, generation of the Brady, Mannings. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's done. Roethlisberger, like, come on. Quarterbacks who don't move. Right, right. We're moving into yeah. a, a whole new generation of quarterback that we're going to get to. It's a little too bit fast later. back so, there. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um. So let's get to why I really want to be petty and messy here because we had a, a spirited chat about this as soon as the news dropped in our TEP chat about Tom Brady. And I want to ask Tasha a question on Wax because she made a comment that I want to see if she was if it was just hyperbole or does she really mean this? Now Tasha said Tom Brady, y'all go. It ain't none of her goat and goat being greatest of all time. Now I'm just saying, now we all know the, who watched this show that Tasha's not too fond of Brady, but I want to know, was that just a personal jab 
or do you really believe he's not the greatest player in NFL history? He's not the greatest player in NFL history. The greatest player in NFL history was born in Starkville, Mississippi, raised in Crawford, Mississippi, attended Mississippi Valley State and was drafted by the San Francisco 49ers, and he wore the number 80 throughout his entire career. That is one Jerry Lee Rice. I didn't know Lee was his middle name. Uh, interesting. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, is it L-E-E? I'm just, just going to come to you with this. Brady's not the GOAT. Is that, is that true? No, I think I think Tom Brady definitely established himself as the GOAT. Um, especially, I mean, everyone has their own def- – you, you want to go again? Go ahead. No, because I can talk all day about how how Brady is no goat, and I really want to know why he is your goat. When did you start rooting for Brady? Which, which Super Bowl made you start rooting for Brady? Um, I think the point where I think he was the greatest of all time was when he just started creating the Patriots as a dynasty twice. Um, and then once he switched over to the NFC, and then just was like, "Hey, I'm going to build my own team. I'm going to show you I can do it without a coach." And he did it again. So you said um, now. No, so in other words, you didn't start rooting for Brady until he got until he got into in, into the NFL because no one knew him in Michigan. Yeah, so, so that's what I'm. Well, that's go ahead. No, go, oh, ahead, go ahead, Mike. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, that's what I was saying. Is everyone's definition of goat is different? For me, it does come down to postseason because that's where greatest of all times are created and made. Um, he had his own uh, show called Becoming the Goat. How can you not be a goat? You got your own show called Becoming not, the Goat. He's not, he's not, he's not, he's not my goat. And he's not friend of the show checks in. Wayne, and he's like I said, he will never, he will never be my goat. He stole a championship, an uh, AFC championship from Charles Woodson. That was at his fault. I don't care. He's he stole it. Thank you. Oh, he's yeah. Been, I mean, I, I love Charles Woodson. And Come he's on. been benefiting ever since. You think about everything Jerry Rice did, the way he trained, the way he put put time in. He didn't have no damn avocado ice cream and all that. Jerry Rice. So you mad because he eats ice cream? He was a brick mason. Jerry Rice got those hands <laughs> for catching bricks. He got his records because he worked hard, not because it was set up that if, if somebody hit him, the whistle got blown and it was a penalty. He got he Jerry Rice accomplished everything without the aid of calls of B. So you don't think Tom Brady worked hard being low drafted, not almost not even drafted, coming in postseason sports columnists who matter. They even when I listened to a sports show yesterday, Bomani Jones and Michael Smith with the perfect hairline said that Jerry Rice is the goat. They both they now I mean now y'all sit up here and say just because I don't like Brady. Brady is a don't. damn good quarterback. Brady but you don't is, like him though. To be, to be. I don't. Clear. I, do, I don't. And again, I used to root for Brady until that AFC Championship game. Had they won that game fair and square, I would still be like, okay, yeah, I root for Brady. It's because he aided from a call, and that's what has been happening from the re- in the rest of his career. And he that started the, that started the quote unquote run of Super Bowl. Yes. He benefited from BS calls, calls given to him in his favor ever since then. And that's when I stopped liking Brady. Now, I'd be a fool to sit up here and say, Brady ain't no bad man. Brady cold. He just ain't no goat. He cold. Mike, do, you have any, do you have any nerd stats in your, in your backpack to, to back up your, your reasoning for him being goat? Or should we all just understand I, yeah, I don't give a damn what. what I think, yeah, about. that's what I was gonna he say. She's not gonna know. care about stats. Yes. Oh, oh wait a minute, Mike. Mike, Mike, I need you to get ready for this one because now I'm about to jump in this. Adam is about to start a tag team war. Now I was gonna stay out of this until you start saying it was a, a uh, receiver. Adam, stop, stop, right. stop, stop, Adam, Adam, Adam. We don't want to go there, Adam. <laughs> Adam, <laughs> don't do it, Adam. Please, you don't want to go there, Adam. Look at Mike. I already went there, Adam. Yeah. You don't want to go there, Adam. Mike, you would take Randy Moss over Jerry Rice, wouldn't you? Tell the truth. You got a friend in Jesus right here. I I think so. And, yeah, Adam, that's what we talked off offline. And we were talking about – I said, I didn't even think Jerry Rice is the best wide receiver. So he can't even be the goat. That's what I'm talking about on the toilet. It's drying out right now. Like that that, that – I said, I I would would take Megatron over Jerry Rice right now. Ooh, coming in hot, Mike. 
Tasha, I'm sorry. Megatron, I, who ain't never, Megatron, who ain't never won nothing. Randy Moss, neither did Barry Sanders. Who didn't know how to fucking act, which is why neither did man, Dan Marino. Jerry Rice records or get to where Jerry Rice was supposed to be because he didn't know how to act, even with all that talent. Knowing how to act and conduct, conduct yourself and control yourself goes into being the greatest as well. You started more in the comments, y'all. Tasha, you. Thank you. Thank you, Gerald. Megatron could have been the best, but look where he was. I don't blame that man for retiring, for wanting to smoke his weed because they kept trying to make him take pills when he was like, I'm not putting that in my body and I'm injured and this dope gonna make me feel better. I don't blame him for quitting. Megatron was my horse. I loved Randy Moss. Don't get me wrong. I love Randy Drink Moss. Crash, homie. I love what you said, Rand University. I love Randy Moss, but if, if since y'all want to pull up stats, go pull up Jerry Rice's stats. Find out who the next wide receiver behind him is and how fucking far behind him he is. Oh, she said I'll the wait. Word. I'll wait. We're morning show. We're morning show. We we'll have, we'll have to beat that out. That's okay. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna fix that in the real. Uh, Randy is not Jerry. Look at you. Got the you got the comments. People over there throwing popcorn on each other. Not, and Ran, and y'all know Randy Moss was one of the last wide receivers of that new after the the after the um the the Rices, the uh, uh playmakers, the Sterling Sharps. He was one of the last one that was run through the middle on you. Speaking he of, of Michael Irvin, you know why he wore eighty eight, right? Two eight balls. I digress. All right. Um. Right, uh, Sasha, Cowboys. Sasha. Right, Denise, Denise. Yeah, we got kids in here. Right. That's okay. We're going to have to Sasha, back right cussing. How did you turn out? You ain't shoot the sheriff. I was scared again. I saw, I heard them back-to-back SHs, and I was like, oh, no. All right, now, Michael <laughs> Harris, shouts out to Cashville checking in. Jerry Rice is the best wide receiver to play the game. Tom Brady's not the GOAT. GOAT. With Tom a Brady's period on it. A period, not a comma. A period, Tasha. Tom, Tom, Tom Brady's not the GOAT. He's not the GOAT. You still oh, have, you up. still have. <laughs> Hi, Millie. Hi, sweetheart. I'm sorry for the bad words, Millie. <laughs> right. This show is brought to you by Andrew Dice Clay and, uh, and, um, Richard Pryor.com. All right. I mean, but um... to be honest, you, if, and everybody even told you guys this, if, uh, old Lyron Rogers had to been on his high horse, he would be right there with Tom Brady. He's the only, really the only active quarterback who is close. Come on, Mike. Now, I'm not saying he wouldn't have been Tom Brady because Tom Brady is out of this stratosphere. But y'all know with all his antics, the me, me, me. One thing I can say about Tom Brady, even though he wanted to shine on him, Tom did that for the betterment of everyone around he him. He took a lot of hell up in New England to keep, to keep that dynasty going. But Tasha, I got, a, I got a question Larry for you. Aaron Rodgers is doing that because he wants the attention on him. If he wasn't so like Devontae Adams, come on, man, it ain't no reason why you. But look at, but look at. Look at a skilled quarterback who had the, a good head on their shoulders, like Peyton Manning, and he still yeah. he still right. couldn't even catch Tom Brady. That's what I'm saying. Like, I I will tell you right now, a better quarterback skill wise overall is Peyton Manning over Tom Brady. But when it got to the postseason, getting over that hump and just having that mental edge was Tom Brady. But Natasha does have that. some people who got her back here in the comments. He says the flake gates, five gate was no goat for me. You but you can't even say that about uh Peyton. I ain't seen a quarterback less mobile than Brady than Peyton. I mean, sometimes I wanted if, if who was taking that snap because man, mate, but Manny you couldn't put your hands on him. He got rid of that ball, yeah. he knew your defense he better than you were your coming. coordinator yeah. did. Uh Manning was a bad boy. We saw him twice a year in, in Tennessee, and it was Usually an ugly result. Now, you said A-Rod. I want to jump back to something when we were pimping the team talking about San Francisco's quarterbacks. Um, Rodgers was at a golf event this week, and he emphatically said that he would never, ever, 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 ever go to the Bay. Are you relieved by that, Tasha? I mean, given the situation that we're in, I would welcome with arms wide open. I mean, I Hey, that's a Mike Vibrato. I'm desperate at this point. You got people running the Google. Career yards. March 15.9 rice for Adam, don't do this to me. Adam. 
Don't, we got we got to digress from this. We, we, do. we still yeah, got the Cowboys coming up. I read you for sales when it comes to Jerry Rice. When it comes to them records, I, all the major categories, Rice leads. I knew this was going to be gold when I seen y'all going back and forth about this in the chat. I knew this was going to be gold because I was like, dang, they both all, the, all the stats, and that's the only one he pulled up. All the stats, and that's the only all right, one. We go, we gonna digress because Jerry Rice had about- twenty two. Touchdowns in a 12 game season. Come on, man. 12 games. My man had 22 touchdowns. Case closed. Next. All right. Now, Adam, stick around because you asked us earlier about Dak. And lo and behold, we're about to talk some Cowboys. Now, the producer, I'm sick of these these downtrodden pictures of Dak that you be posting every week. Can we find one when he's happy? Can we find one when he got his money? Can we find one where he threw a touchdown? I'm sure there's plenty of <laughs> images on Google. Why he's on They lost. Like, like, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> and he's going to put Niners win in the background. This is petty behavior by you, Mike. Don't be, don't be an eagle. Oh, I just saw that, Mike. That, that's, Mike, that's don't dirty. be an eagle. Take, take that off. Take, take that down. Off. Don't be an eagle. Rice did stay around for 16 years. Most only eight. I got you, T. Okay, no, Adam. Stand on it. Stand on it, Adam. Stand on it. He was agreeing with you, Tasha. See, you're in fighting mode. All right. Now, <laughs> he said, I got you, T. He's, I got you. Dacker Cousins, let's start there. Since y'all, I'm bringing this picture down. It's disrespectful. Dacker Cousins, Mike, who would you take in a, in a one-game winner-go-home scenario? Oh, I'll take Dak. I, don't, I think Cousins has peaked with the best of everything around him. Uh, Dak hasn't, in my opinion. Do do I think he has the ability to win an F- NFC championship? Yes. I think everything around him is just bad. I mean, he needs the coaching and uh, someone to show him the way, and no one's doing that. Like, you he just needs walk that. right into it. You just walk me right into it. And this is why the Cowboys have the greatest front office in all the sports. This is why they're the most valuable franchise in all the sports. Because the ownership just, just got into your brain, and they made a move. They fired offensive coordinator Kellen Moore this week and uh, promoted Mike McCarthy, head coach, to call plays like he did for Aaron Rodgers back in Green Bay. Is that and the that fix was an issue? Like, <laughs> is that the fix you need for the Cowboys to get that number? No, one? like that. Look at his track record. He he complained and had a scapegoat, and then they ended up saying, "Okay, well here it is," and then he ends up getting fired because the the Packers and Rodgers knew what he was, and it's a no, fraud. Mike, He's a fraud. Wait a minute, Mike. You just said that he needed better coaching. He's going to get a better coach. Yeah, McCarthy. McCarthy's not it. Tasha, you agree? I agree with everything Mike said. The, the, the truth serum is going to be if San Diego start running them up through that AFC, that's all we're going to need to know. Y'all, Dak Prescott, my only issue with Dak was he let the NFL in interceptions and he played 12 games this year, not 17. Now, that – I, I think that that's not a, a coaching issue. I think maybe maybe McCarthy can put him in some situations to where you just dumb the offense all the way down to where it's like see ball, throw ball. I would hope that, <laughs> that they wouldn't regress to that point. But 15 interceptions in 12 games is unacceptable. And, I'm, and again, just as a, as a football fan, I don't know if that's the cure-all. I haven't seen Mike McCarthy call plays in damn near 10 years. I don't even remember. I just remember they won one Super Bowl. I don't remember how yeah. good – they, their offense was, but but we, I mean we've been talking about it, how how different the NFL was ten years ago and how it is now. Like it's changed so much. So you really think McCarthy's going to come in here and win an NFC championship? I do, too, because Adam, we was just we was just a one play away from getting there this year. And we right, and and to go on to Adam's point, th- I think this is going to be Jerry's out to get rid of him because he knows McCarthy's not up for the job. Well, look. I agree with Adam. Let's get right. Look, me too, bro. I, I keep the Rolex on deck when the Cowboys come on. But, but the Paul, thing with the Cowboys. Go ahead, Tasha. Oh, but Paul, to your point, yeah, the INTs, that has nothing to do with coaching. But I don't think a lot of times they put Dak in the right position with the I agree with, with that. I do agree and with that. that. And you know, and like like you know, any quarterback or anybody who's not poised for that. They're going to make mistakes. They're going to throw the ball. But Dak has been in the league long enough to know, hey, he ain't open. I can't thread that needle. Let me throw it out. Let me do this. Let me do that. One thing I will so, say I mean, about Wayne is 
he will tell you when he when he agrees with you as well. And he said you spitting facts. Now, see how quickly y'all made up. Awesome. Shouts out to Wayne. Get back on the show soon, Mr. Weekend Lover. Well, I see you and your boot boot up on the weekends. I see you. Always boot up. I think with the the problem with the the problem with the Cowboys scapegoat is every year it's a scapegoat. Like one year, oh no, Dak got hurt. Okay, cool. That comes in. Oh no, we need we need a new offensive coordinator. Oh no, oh no, we need uh, uh, our coaching adjustment. Okay, how are you gonna put it? Like to what I think there was a comment in there. How are you gonna put it on McCarthy to give him the rest of the plays when he can't even manage the clock? How are you not going to call a timeout when you have three minutes left and you let a minute go? Like, that's just unacceptable. Well, ma- look, maybe they can give away clock uh, duties to somebody else and let him focus on calling the plays. <laughs> I want to go back to what Adam said earlier. He said that, hey, we haven't seen McCarthy do it. Let's give him at least a year to see if the offense does look any better. One thing about the Cowboys was their predictability that I did not like about Kellen Moore. They ran the ball on first down more than the Tennessee Titans. And what was the biggest gripes we had about the Titans? Their predictability, running into eight-man, nine-man fronts on first down, staying in second, third, and long, and leading the league in three and outs. So Dallas wasn't too far behind that with their predictability, running every first down, play action pass, second down, third and long. Let's see if, if a YOLO pass to CD. Let's see if Mike McCarthy can be a little more creative and to do more with that offense because let's so what happens. Like, where, where's your expectation that? My expectation is that this is the Super Bowl. With 11 from heaven and D-Law, stop <laughs> laughing. Don't laugh at me. Don't laugh at me. Don't do that. My expectation is the Super Bowl. She laughed at me. That's so hurtful. I'm going to cry when I get in the car. But um, <laughs> that's hurtful. That's that's I thought somebody said Super Bowl in Dallas in the same sentence. <laughs> <laughs> we deserve that. We deserve that. All right. All right, so cool. Since you don't hurt my feelings, um, now Wayne says they were explosive already in my book, and they will continue to be. Yeah, they will continue to be. Mike, Mike, gonna get them right. Now the key is Paulette's health. Zeke going to fullback, taking a pay cut. He's gonna be the gunner on punts. He's just gonna block the wedge guy, and we're gonna just keep him off the field on important offense plays. Now. This Super Bowl, Super Bowl 57, is a special Super Bowl for us people of color. I mean, look at the screen. This is a people of color sports show for everybody. You know what I'm saying? We we do it for everybody. But it's a special Super Bowl because it's the first Super Bowl featuring two starting black quarterbacks. Not just two starting black quarterbacks, two MVP candidates. That this looks like, look, we were split. Y'all had uh, Mahomes. I had um, uh, Mr. Hertz as the MVP we had him flip-flop for Offensive Player of the Year. We will find out tonight at the NFL's honors uh, ceremony. But still, I think it's a great um, a, a great thing to celebrate when you think about how far that position has come for men of color in such a short time. So what we want to do with T-Sizzle's Fab Five, as we keep Michigan in, interwoven into everything we do, we want to pay homage to the quarterbacks that came before these two with T-Sizzle's Fab five black QBs of all time. The floor is yours, Tasha. And I know usually I cannot like have five. It's rare that I actually have five. <laughs> it's a plethora of talent when it comes. <laughs> Can you hold on? Can you imagine T Sizzle and Stephen A. Smith yelling at each other for, for two hours? That would be turn your volume down. All right, go ahead, Tasha. <laughs> uh, there's a plethora of black talent, even though um, in the beginning of football, you know, we were deemed as not being able to, or to have the mind or, or, you know, to be able to be a quarterback. So they often right. switched us to several different positions right. because they just said we couldn't handle that. Right. So with that being said, there are, there were a lot. I have five coming in at number five is Michael Vick. Now, a lot of people may disagree with me with Michael Vick. Michael Vick is Randall Cunningham 2.0. And we know Lamar Jackson is basically Randall Cunningham 3.0. Yes. When I looked up these stats, Michael Vick threw for over 22,000 yards, threw for 169, um, I mean, 169 total, threw for 133. Michael Vick has 6,109 rushing yards as a quarterback. That's a good career for a running back. Okay. 
And the next is Russell Wilson. Even though Russell Wilson is eh, not so good, you know, worried about We're now. him next week with with their new head coach. But I think he's gonna be he's gonna bounce back. Stop it, Mike. But at the time when I when I got these stats, Russell Wilson has thrown for over third almost thirty four thousand yards. Um, he's rushed for over four thousand yards. He has he has a total of two hundred eighty one, but he's passed for two hundred and sixty one touchdowns, which is second on this list. Second. And back Sierra. The next one, even though he really didn't, I mean, he accomplished and was great, in my opinion. He didn't accomplish a lot on the field. He did make it to a Super Bowl. And we, you know, we had our jokes with the conspiracies, with the scripts. They told him he couldn't jump on that fumble. That's one, Mr. Cam Newton. He made my list. Also rushed, you know, over 4,000, almost 5,000 yards. He Cam Newton threw for over 31,000 yards. Did y'all yes. know that? Yes. Out of yeah, Cam Newton? Hey. He did his thing down in Carolina. Next, I have Mr. Randall Cunningham. Yes. The man was so cold. When he had his Nike cleats, they had gold tips on his shoestrings. And a lot of people didn't know that. That man had 14 karat gold tips on his shoelaces, on his shoestrings. I would encourage anybody to watch his uh, football life. It's on YouTube. You can watch the full episode. It is phenomenal. He was a great quarterback, especially with the Eagles back in the Cowboys' heyday. And even though, you know, he had, he tore that ACL that one year and I, that's, that slowed him. That ACL injury slowed him down. You know, back in those days, you really didn't have the, you know, the technology to. Right. That was a career ender back then. Right. But, you know, he came and he still put up, he still put up good numbers. He only threw for 29, only 29,000 yards, a little more, but he still rushed for almost 5,000 yards through um, um, 242 total through for 207. Number one. Oh, let me give a disclaimer before I give my number one. Right, because I'm looking at somebody you leaving off your top five. We're gonna <laughs> come fight. On, come on. Right, we're running out of spaces. When I say certain, I have a thing where I retire certain players from any list. <laughs> one is going to be a Muhammad Ali, who is the top. I'm, I'm just when you say anything, Muhammad Ali is always going to be number one. Michael Jordan is now in that category, but the one that. I'm not going to mention because I retire him because no one is ever going to eclipse what Steve McNair meant in okay. general to okay. black quarterbacks. Okay. So Steve we, we was about to turn over this whole laptop. So Steve McNair from now on is no longer included in any of my list because of the respect that I have for Steve and everything right. that Steve accomplished and everything that Steve meant when it comes to playing the quarterback, he's what when he like one of the first black to be, you know, number top three for the um for the Heisman, right. um, you know, coming out of Alcorn, just right. everything that he meant as a being a black man as a quarterback in the NFL. Steve McNair is not on this list for that reason. He is retired. He is someone when we do the greatest, he will not be on my list because you, you're not going to get above Steve McNair. Okay, because you but, know the impact he had on the city of Nashville when he first arrived right. in 99, yeah. Well, with that being said, number one, Warren Moon. I was going to say, we was about to have a conversation. If, if yeah, I was like, you got Moon and McNair. So. <laughs> right? we was I, said like, before, Wait a I said, before I get to my number one, Warren Moon. And I knew this. A lot of people didn't know this. Warren Moon did not get the opportunity to play in the NFL because of said racism because they did not think that he could be an NFL quarterback. He Even went to after the putting up monstrous numbers with Washington. Right. He won like five or six Grey Cups right. when he was in the he CFL. Five. He didn't get to the to the NFL till he was damn near 30. His NFL records, all, at starting at almost 30, 49,325 yards, 313 total touchdowns, 291 passing touchdowns. And he introduced he, the run and shoot to the NFL yes. during the run-dominant era. He is the first black quarterback in the NFL Hall of Fame, and he is also the first black quarterback in the CFL Hall of Fame. So the greatest black quarterback of all time, Warren Moon. Um, Mike, do you have anybody on your list that she may have missed or, or somebody else that you have on there? 
I think we pretty much all agreed. And uh, I had uh, a shout out for uh, Vic, um, who I didn't actually realize that he was the first quarterback of all time to rush for a thousand yards in a season. So shout out. Um, I did, of course, have Moon on there to his nine Pro Bowls and amazing career. Of course, I was an Oilers fan before and then went to the Titans. Uh, so shout out to him. McNair, obviously. Um, and then I had the two Eagles, Cunningham and McNabb was the only one that I had that she didn't have. McNabb deserves honorable mention. He went to five straight NFC Wait, no, championship he's, No, he's, no McNabb is on the list, but further down, McNabb is not a top five for me. See, I know uh, I can count on Wayne to come in with see, Wayne, I didn't put Wayne, I didn't put certain people on the list. I mean, yeah, we all know Terry Bradshaw came in and stole Joe, Joe Gillum's team. But you know, Joe. Well, Joe was on, on 28th and, and, and Hadley Park during some of that time now. I mean, in all fairness, I mean, sometimes yeah, they didn't know where Joe was. Right. Joe that's was what, that's what I was getting to say. He had his off the field issues. I didn't count, leave I don't count off the field issues out of respect. I only counted, counted quarterbacks that I saw, that I watched play. And then when well, you uh, saw Doug Williamson, where is he on your list? The wait, first ever not, Super Bowl not, if you let me, if you would let me finish. And like to Jarrell's point, when he said Mahomes over Wilson, Mahomes ain't been in the league long enough to me. Now, I do believe, uh, like we always say, future Hall of Famer Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes is going to be up there. I did not put Doug Williams on the list. He won that one Super Bowl with the then Redskins. But really before that and after that, he really didn't accomplish anything. So yeah, his numbers he, weren't really impressive yeah, either. So that's why he's not on my list. He's great because he went in and won that Super Bowl. Right. Right. And, and I concur it. with Langston on this. <laughs> and I say that that he gets it for overall impact. Come for the simple fact that he was the best quarterback coming out of his draft class when he was at Grambling. And he fell in the draft. So far down, I mean, he still went in the first round to Tampa Bay, which was basically an expansion team. We saw that even future Hall of Famer Steve Young had to get out of Tampa Bay to go win a right. Super Bowl because he was guarding them cream sickles. Right. Them it was the, oh, the, oh, those the horrific cream sickle uniforms. He was yeah, they just needed to change their uniforms, and that was it. That's all they needed to do. They went to about yeah. three Super Bowls since then. Yeah, they had yep. that pewter power after that. Then mm-hmm. Mr. Moore says the 49ers lost. Woohoo. I agree. Then we just got one more to take down is some damn Eagles. Then our sectional love sofa will be complete. <laughs> <laughs> Mike said, I ain't got to say you're rooting for the last game of the you're year. You're rooting for the Eagles. Don't lie. I am rooting for, I'm rooting for Jalen Hurts. All right. Now, but, but let me, let me finish with this. Today's the, I mean, Sunday's the all-star. I mean, the Pro Bowl. Is anybody watching that? It's a flag football game. I mean, I want to tune in. I want to tune in because I'm curious to see the setup and how things are going to be. But if you're not going to have them having physical contact and, and RIP to Sean Taylor, Sean Taylor is your fault. It's your fault because you had, no business. you had no business laying that hit on that man like that. Yeah. It's all RIP to Sean T is Sean Taylor's fault man. that they had to re, you know, redo <laughs> that, that dude. Said, Why you got to touch that man? I'm like, man. Right. And also, and, 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 when they when they took it out of Hawaii, it's I mean, what incentive do you give a player? The players go to Vegas all the time. Let them half, go. Of, half of them got IG models in Vegas with the big purses, you, though. Big purses with with the real Fendi and Gucci bag, not them little bitty card carrying purses. Uh, um, it's a waste of Gatorade. I'm gonna try to watch it. I get no, I, I don't know. It depends on no, what's on not. Sunday. You know. Um. Let's see. Now, wait a minute. Now, Adam says the flag football game will be better than a terrible all-star game. At least that is true. I will watch for that. Plus, it's it's Eli versus um versus uh Peyton, and those two they have great chemistry on air together. So we'll see how fun they can make that team. Eli. Then you got Peyton. Snoop and Pete Davidson as the the guest coaches. So we know that Lala gonna be in the air. And I'm not talking about Anthony either. Mike, who you shouting out this week? I want to shout out to my lovely wife who's doing an amazing job with Baba Rhea right now. She's actually going to have a little uh, treat yourself with her mom uh, this afternoon. So, well, good. Now, uh, so you're going to be watching the baby by yourself? Yep, I got it. Just just Mike, call me if you need anything. Mike, Mike my phone <laughs> will be on today. You call me. I'm, I'm good. I take the morning shift usually, so I'm, I should be good. 
All right. Okay. All right. Now it's the bottle. We got we got bottles. We got burping. Keep the little towel right there. Burp that baby good. Get all that gas out of her chest. And 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 when she goes to sleep, you stare at her stomach like most good fathers do. Make sure it's she's doing the Omarion. You know what I'm saying? All of that. We gonna right. Make sure all of that's going. And we good. You got this, Mike. This, we got this. And good job by you for giving her a spa day. She's been had a long year getting ready to bring your baby into this world. So shouts out to Stacy. Tasha, who you shouting out this week? My shout out is really strange. First of all, I'm going to always shout out to my brothers over here. Love you guys. We argue. We fight like cats and dogs. And y'all know I'm going to be loud and wrong on the comments, just like I'm loud and wrong on this damn show. But, Paul, I want to give a shout out to your job. Simply Uh because, simply because these companies, these jobs, these employers are so greedy. With all that bad weather that happened down there, your job made the call to say, don't come to work. You think about how many other companies, not not only in Dallas, but everywhere when, when, you know, places that are not accustomed to this type of weather. When the jobs, you know, still make people come in to work in those treacherous conditions. You had several flight cancellations, but like Ingrid, you know, she had a conference that she couldn't get to. Luckily she was able to get out, but you have so many jobs who, in my opinion, don't care about the employees. It's all about making that, making that GTA because the boys in the hood. Okay. But anyway, but but shouts out to your company. Shouts out to Mike's company for giving him all that paternity leave. Right. I was like, I thought you had the baby. You you ain't got to go back to, 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 uh, uh, you don't go back another two weeks. Yeah. I still got, I still got three weeks left. No, he go back on Juneteenth. So shouts out to these to, to companies like that who actually give a damn about their employees, right. um, and their safety, and then their also their family bonding time because it's just as important for the father to bond with the child as it is the mother. That is very true and very well said. And thank you too for giving me tips on how to avoid cabin fever when I was locked in the house all week because I'm usually not here all day every day in this house. And so. you still didn't watch the movie. I'm watching it tomorrow, today. I watched, I watched Wakanda Forever yesterday. I sat my ass down and said, I'm going to watch it. That's and good. when you woke up, there was about three more birthdays that passed. That movie was too damn long. All right. No, oh. it was not. Shouts out. Said, I'm going to start my shouts out right there. I want to start my shouts out to one Angela Bassett, who just received her Oscar nomination for being Queen Ramonda in Wakanda Forever. So shouts out to our cinema mother. Bring home that Oscar. That's the least they can do for having you look like your head looking like a bowl of oatmeal face down don't, in the water. Don't ruin, don't ruin nothing. Oh, that movie been out for two years now. If you ain't got this. I know that's when I, when I put it on Facebook. Keisha, I mean Keisha Rogan and Tiffany Rowe talking about. Oh, I ain't seen it. Tiffany talking about don't spoil the secret. Y'all live in the yeah, state. See? It ain't no excuse for y'all not seeing it. Y'all people been talking about BMF all the time on Twitter. I still read it, and guess what? I'm gonna still watch it. I don't care about spoilers. Right. Shouts out to Adam Saab. Thank you for watching for all them extra points. Yes. And, and the crew couldn't do it without the crew. Langston said Woman King is better. It ain't free yet on, on streaming devices. Yeah, I ain't so seen I Woman like King yet, uh, Langston. I'm waiting well, on that one. Plus, let me be honest. Viola Davis turns me off with all that snot. Why she got a snot every time she cry? Y'all notice that? Ever you, since there will be no Viola slander allowed. None. It looked like she just ate a, a glazed donut around her nostril area. They won her that Oscar in fences with Denzel Washington. Just and like that tear snot was on, his, on his arm. That, his that, tear, that tear won him that Oscar in glory. But it was the screen, Mike. You know, how when, the, when the kid drinks some of your water and they be doing it, oh, and you don't want no more. Um, and then you're like, it's your water now. Man, all of these movies are too long. <laughs> this is coming from a woman who has two kids. That's oh. in active sports. She ain't got three hours to sit around and do nothing. Shouts out to shouts out to Steve for allowing me to watch Wakanda Forever. <laughs> oh, so you done found another backdoor agent. You gonna you gonna stay watching some free TV? All right, no. Oh, Man, Trish, I'm gonna send you that when I get off of here. All right, now next up, I got. I want to give a shout out to my nephew Carter Paul Culture oh. turned nine on Thursday with his grown Happy looking birthday. self. He wanted a bocce. So he got to go do hibachi. Y'all, I asked him what he wanted for his birthday. He was like, hibachi? 
I was like, you don't want no game or nothing. He's just getting so grown now. He's like, no, nah, I got my Roblox on. I'm good. I was like, oh, okay. All right, well, he's drinking this tea like that, too. Like, right. That cake right. he had. Did you see that cake? She said, I'm glad somebody using the account. <laughs> oh, I will. Because I watch all six Star Wars back to back to back to back at least two or three times a month. So, yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, shouts out to Disney Plus because I did watch Wakanda Forever. Instead of you people, I promise y'all I will watch that. Dang. And last but not least, we want to send a shout out. We ain't heard nothing you said. It's to so what, it, Michael Jordan? Because it was it was 23-23 day yesterday? No, we yeah. want to send a shout out to one LeBron Terrell James. 63 points away from becoming your Damn, he's 50, right? all-time leading scorer. You never said that about Brady. You was happy about him playing in this old. Oh, age. I did. He's old. Come on. And <laughs> he was happy. The man is averaging and to, 30. And to, the, and to the salty boomer, the Mr. Get Off My Lawn, Kareem, you played damn near 40 years yourself. Stop yeah. hating Kareem. Right. With your sky hook looking ass. Yeah, it's right. time. It's time for sure. By the time you see our beautiful faces again next week, we will have a new NBA scoring champion. He just went to fourth all time in assist. The GOAT debate is not a debate anymore. I wish he would have did it on 2-23-23 to really just shut Mike and Tasha down because there's only one goat. Only one goat. Two, and his three, name is two, three. Michael Jeffrey yeah. Jordan. He, he Who? The, Jerry King Lawler. Yeah, he's New the man, York, too. We'll stop it. All right. Now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, we, we hope we gave you some good TV watching uh, advice today because <laughs> ain't no football game at home. Bella's talking about hurry up, mama. It's already past yeah. 10 o'clock. So what we're going to do is we're going to see y'all in six days and 23 hours to give you a comprehensive breakdown of Super Bowl 57. Until then, go blue. Go blue. Go blue. Vamos azul. Vamos a azul. And nosotros and vosotros.